Welcome. I am so excited that we are finally starting this podcast. I know months and months of planning and preparation and we're finally here. Um, I am um, co-host. I'm here with my best friend and co-host and founder. Tell us your name. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they already knew my name, Jess. Okay, I'll go back. You're listening to the Take Back Podcast, where women of color creatives come together to inspire, empower, and encourage each other. I'm Jess Pillay, an Indo-Fijian independent singer-songwriter. And I'm Angelica Dianda, a Mexican-American licensed mental health counselor and singer. And this is the podcast where we explore and elevate stories from women of color who are artists, musicians, actors, entrepreneurs, and so on, who are navigating and taking back systems designed against them. So I'm Angelica. I am a co-host of this podcast, and I'm here with my best friend, co-host, and founder of the Take Back podcast, Jess. Say hello, Jess. Hello, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. (laughs) Well, um, Jess, I am so excited. Um, after months and months of late night conversations, gallons of coffee, um, planning, prepping, research, that we are finally here recording our first episode. We're doing the thing. We're doing the thing. We're doing the thing. So um, I, I just wanted to dive in straight away today and just kind of learning more about the backstory of like the Take Bad podcast and what inspired you to create this awesome platform that we're starting. Yeah. So yeah, tell us a little bit more just about like the little behind the scenes story. Um, and I can give you a prompt. I know that there was um, something that came out of a therapy session that birthed and sparked the idea for this podcast. So can you tell... Um, our listeners a little bit more about that. Yeah. So everything starts with therapy, (laughs) right? Um, So, you know, I've been in therapy on and off uh, for a few years. I'm currently not in therapy, but I was probably about a year ago, which is, I think, around the time that we started having conversations about this idea. But, you know, I am an independent singer-songwriter, and I've been doing that for a few years. And as I've been researching, learning, navigating the industry, looking for tools and things to help me succeed as an artist, I realized there's a lot of stuff by white men. And as a woman of color, so I am Indo-Fijian American, for those of you who might be wondering, um, you know, born to immigrant parents who came here uh, many years ago before I was born. But um, yeah, I have always had to navigate this identity of being a creative, being a musician, being somebody who is trying to navigate this industry and also my racial and ethnic and cultural background. And so um, a few months before I think we kind of really got serious about talking about this podcast idea, I was kind of in a funk and I was feeling like, you know, therapy was going really well, but I needed a bit of direction that was maybe more specific to music and so I was looking for maybe like an artist development coach or something and this guy reached out to me on Instagram he slid into my dms as they say (laughs) and 
Um, he was like, I'm a life coach. And, you know, I noticed that you've been following me for a while. And I actually knew him because he used to be a drummer in this band I used to follow. And, you know, he was like, I'm doing some coaching and just looking for people who might be interested in that service. So I ended up on a coaching call with him, kind of just an exploratory call, wondering if he would be somebody that I would want to connect with and hire. And we started talking about my background in the music industry and what I was trying to do and how I was at the time working a full-time 40-hour job and trying to do the music thing on the side and just how um, overwhelming that was and yet how I didn't really feel like I was in a place where I could quit the full-time job. I didn't have the resources and the infrastructure. My family didn't have the infrastructure, certainly, for me to just like quit that job and go into music full time. And he's kind of giving me this advice, you know, pseudo advice. And at one point he said to me, I don't think you really want this. And I'm like, bro, excuse me, sir. Like, who are you to tell me? You've known me for 30 minutes. Like what? And he kept sort of making this argument that I didn't really want to be a musician because I wasn't willing to just throw everything else away and take this huge risk. So it was kind of a traumatizing conversation, to say the least, and I did not hire this individual, but it really got me thinking about how most of the resources and tools that are out there really are either popularized or presented by or even created by predominantly white men. And it made me start thinking about privilege and it made me start thinking about just the difference in our lives and how as a woman and as the child of immigrants, as somebody who's from a pretty small family and, you know, has to think about my parents and, you know, my siblings and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't have the luxury and the privilege to just like quit and become a starving artist and you know, hope and pray that it's all going to work out. Right. And so I took all of this to my therapist and she was very patient. She, um, this therapist that I was seeing at the time is an Asian American woman. And um, she made this comment. She said, you're navigating a system that wasn't created for you. Oh, and I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) okay, you know, And it was this huge, major, like, come-to-Jesus moment for me where I suddenly realized, whoa, I really am in a a space that is probably, you know, when these books are written about the industry, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think most of these people are thinking about me and my experience and my cultural background and my identity as a woman Mm -hmm. And then you look at all these stats, and I don't have any in front of me right now at this moment, but, you know, the industry really is dominated by men. Right. There's not that many women in the music industry and um, even less women of color. Right. Right. So so then I started thinking, I'm like, so the system is rigged. Mm-hmm. And that got me thinking about, well, if the system is rigged, how do I still be a player in it? Right. Right. Yeah. And so it just made me realize like, okay, if there isn't a space specifically for women of color, or at least not a lot of prominent resources or spaces 
where these conversations are happening Mm -hmm. about women of color creatives, what their unique struggles, experiences, victories, right, you know, journeys are the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. Like, there needs to be a space for that. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that if if it doesn't exist, go create it. Mm -hmm. And so, again, that's the creative part of me and the problem solver part of me. And, you know, you're somebody who's also very similar. You like to help and you Mm -hmm. like to create conversation. And um, yeah, and so I reached out to you and also, you know, in our many years of friendship, we can talk. We can talk a lot. <laughs> We've had some. We can, you know, start day long conversation. Oh, we can start talking about one thing and then veer off into another thing and then circle back to the original topic, which and- will probably happen <laughs> on this show. <laughs> Just warning our listeners now. But yeah, so I wanted to create a space that really was for women of color creatives to come together and experience community mm-hmm. and have a space where we can get vulnerable and share right. great stories and talk about things that have worked, things that haven't worked. And, you know, I was thinking about it from a cultural perspective as well and how we come from two different cultures, but our cultures have very sim- mm-hmm. a lot of similarities. And I always think of the aunties, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Indian aunties the tias right and um there's a lot of like gossip and just stuff that comes out you know in this question of like what are people going to say if you talk about creative work right Right. so for like an indian person as you know woman of color artist to to come in and say when i get older i want to do creative work a lot of times the pushback is oh, what are people going to say that you're not going to become a doctor or an engineer, you know, these other more prestigious kind of professions? And I thought to myself, I don't want to be that. Yeah. I want to be that brown auntie who's like, you can do it. Right. Like, you got this, you know, to all these amazing up-and-coming artists. And the encouraging and supportive auntie or Thea versus the one that's like, the one that talks down because, you know, there's some of that, too, right? We don't need that. You know, as women of color, we already are dealing with a lot of stigma and negativity. Why would we then continue to perpetuate that with one another, right? So instead of talking down or being negative with each other, let's be encouraging. Let's uplift one another. Let's um, cheer each other on. And that is what this space is for. So I'm so excited that we are doing the thing, that we are starting this. And we don't know anything about podcasts. We don't. You know, and that's that's one of the things, um, you know, part of this journey is, you know, Jess and I are researchers and we we both firmly believe that whatever we do, we want to do it in full excellence. And so we started looking and researching. And so the first thought was like, okay, we have this idea. Is there already a platform or is there a podcast that's doing this? And we were shocked, guys. We were shocked that we could not find a podcast out there that um, was already starting this conversation. We saw branches of the conversation, but not this intersect of like women of color that were creatives that were navigating hardships and trials and sharing their triumphs and successes. So when we saw that, we're like, oh, man, clearly there is a need and there's a space. So Mm -hmm. let's let's go. Let's do this. And then trying to figure out like a catchy name because, you know, you, you go on 
podcast platforms. And I don't know about you, Jess, but I know one of the things that draws me in to a podcast is the name. Right. You know, so then we start thinking, like, how do we, you know, how do we in a cool way, like, encapsulate the idea of our podcast and the name? And so what a... What what a funny journey that was, right? Kind of frustrating at times <laughs> as well, right? It's like a lot of Google searches and it's it's similar to naming a band. I feel like um, you know, I always admire bands that come up with really great names and I have had so many times in my life. I'm not in a band, I'm a solo artist, you know, I play with musicians and everything, but I'm I just go by my name. Right. But I always for whatever reason have for most of my life thought if I ever have a band, this is what it's going to be called. And sometimes just out of curiosity, I'll just go Google those names. And then it's like, oh, it's taken. It's always taken. <laughs> and that happened to us. I right? know. So originally our podcast, we wanted to call it The System is Rigged because right. we felt like there was this energy to that. And, you know, it's intriguing. Right. You know, but of course, somebody already had it. And ironically enough, it was like the most random. It was a... Uh, it's a podcast about fishing, which was like, what? And they're like, oh, rigged. <laughs> like, okay. Um, We're like, haha, that's clever. But also, Ugh, I know. So we wanted that. One. So, I mean, going back to what was, um, I know inspiration, especially as creatives, can come at the most like interesting or unique way. Sometimes as creatives, we can be inspired by other artists or creatives. Mm-hmm. So, I'm curious. I mean, I, I know the inspiration, but can you, you know, bring our listeners along and tell them like what was the creative influence that inspired uh, our podcast name? Yeah. So everything goes back to therapy, and it also always goes back to Rachel Yamagata. Rachel! Oh my goodness. Okay, you guys are gonna know. Like, if you listen at, you know, at any point in time, we may reference Rachel. A lot. Like just in fact, I'm gonna challenge our listeners right now to keep a tally. Let's see how <laughs> how long this podcast goes and let's see how many references to Rachel Yamagata we make because I'm a diehard fan. I absolutely love her. In fact, I'm wearing a t-shirt that's her merch at this moment. We don't have a video component to our show, but if you were here in studio, my co right. my lovely co-host can attest to this. I can. And I'll say this. So Rachel, so Jess and I have bonded over many, many years of um just a variety of things. And one of our bonding things is like we love Rachel so much. I I have lost- We are fangirls. We are, we are Rachel totally, we are total fan fangirls, but we're not the weird fangirls. We're like we're carrying signs <laughs> and like you know wearing the t-shirts or like making our own homemade. Like, I mean, I wear the t-shirts. I mean, you wear the t-shirts, and I'm just but like, I buy them. But you her. buy them. I'm just the one that's like holding the phone and trying to study and like singing along. Like we, I've lost count of how many shows that we've seen. Of I think we've seen every single Rachel show that's come to Seattle except one. Yeah, yeah. Over the last like. Uh, 16 years. I mean, yeah. it's mind-blowing. Yeah. And in fact, we got to meet her once. And when we told her, I think we were like in year 10 when we finally met her. And she was like, shocked. she's like, what? I haven't met you guys Why before? have I not met you? <laughs> I know. We're like, we're always in the front row at every <laughs> Seattle show. Yeah. But um, anyway, so everything always goes back to therapy and Rachel. So clearly, we preface this because I'm assuming that Rachel, obviously, in is some listening way, to the show. Oh, God, I hope. <laughs> Rachel, if you're listening, we love you. Come be on our podcast. You're a badass. Please. 
please be a guest. <laughs> but in all serious, no, Rachel was an inspiration for the name. Totally. Right. So yeah. um, catch our listeners to speed. Like, what was it about Rachel Yamagata and her creative influence and prowess that led to the name? Yeah. So first of all, if people don't know, um, catch up because she's freaking amazing. And I mean, so here's the deal. To her. I will say this. Y'all like any, you know. 90s or 2000s, like millennials, okay, millennial yeah. females, okay, that are listening. You probably already know who Rachel is because her big debut, like, big album song was actually the theme song on the Sisterhood of the Traveling Plants. Pants? Plants? Not plants. <laughs> it was on the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yeah. And, um, be your love. BB or love. BB. See, now here, Day Hiding, you know, you're correcting me. It's BB your love. Yes. Love that song. But yeah, that's a gr- great song. And she is a woman of color, creative, songwriter, independent. She has a really awesome story. It's kind of sad, but I think really empowering in the sense that she, I think, kind of got kicked off her label at one point. And had See, to sort Rachel, of Rachel. This is why we need you on this show. I know. We need come to tell know. this story. Tell your story. We need the deets. We need. The, <laughs> we need the behind the scenes. Yeah. Of like what? What led you to being the badass that you are today? Like, and she really navigated the system, right? right? And so, anyway, I was listening to this song of hers. is called "Faster." And it's kind of this bluesy rock song. It's a breakup song, but there's like this energy to it and badass. Uh, you know, attitude right. behind it where it's like, um, you know, I'm not just going to let this thing victimize me, right. even though this is a really hard situation that I'm going through. Um, you know, I'm going to navigate it and I'm going to get through it. And there's this beautiful lyric in there where she says, I'm taking back what is mine for me. I belong to me. Mm. Ugh, so good. Badass. So I heard that lyric and, you know, I always my life is like a running like Rachel Yamagata soundtrack, like everything. Like I said, everything comes back to Rachel. And so I heard that song in my head as we were having our conversation and Googling all these names and realizing that the majority of the names that we wanted were not available. And then I think I just said to you, what about the take back? And I remember your middle your immediate reaction was, tell me more. Yeah. And then I Such went. Such a therapist. Yeah. Such a therapist response. <laughs> right. And I, and I was like, that Rachel song, I'm taking back what is mine. Taking back. Mm. Right. So we as women of color creatives are here to take back this system that is rigged yes. and set up against us. But guess what? We're not going to be victims in that. That's right. And to every creative out there, whether you're a musician, a visual artist, a photographer, an entrepreneur, um, a songwriter, you know, whatever your craft is, you are not a victim. And even if you've had people and circumstances in your life that have told you, this is for other people, this is for white people, this is for white men, you know, you don't have the resources Mm -hmm. and the, the, the things that you would need to make it as an artist. We're here to tell you that you get to take that back, take back that narrative. And that's exactly what this show is about. We want to tell 
really amazing stories and we want to interview people. So the first couple episodes that you're going to hear are going to be our stories. We're going to do some deep dives into who we are because I'm sure we have a lot of friends and family and people who know us who are listening, but there's probably, hopefully, people who don't know us who are listening as well. And, you know, we've been best friends for 16 years and we have a lot of great experiences, shared experiences Mm -hmm. that we can talk about. So we want to get into that and talk about what inspired our own creative journeys and then get into interviews with other women of color creatives and their stories. And I also just want to say, coming back to Rachel, if my mom is listening, I'm talking about Rachel Macchiato. That's what my mom calls her. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, um, we're just so glad that you guys are here joining us. Um, If you are wanting to learn more about um, who we are in the podcast, go ahead and give us a follow on social media. We have an Instagram account. Um, You can follow us at the Take Back Podcast. You can also feel free to check out our website at thetakebackpodcast.com and go ahead and join our mailing list. Um, on our mailing list, we'll be updating our listeners and folks that are following us just about what's going on and when new episodes launch and any other new exciting things that we may have coming out in the future. And I'll say this, we are here to amplify stories, but in order for us to amplify stories, this podcast also needs to be amplified. So this is where y'all as our listeners can help us out. So go ahead and whatever platform that you're listening Go ahead and rate this podcast. Give us five stars and dra- drop in um, in your ratings what it is that you get out of this podcast. What is inspiring? What are things that you're loving about this podcast? And that's really going to help um, help you know navigate the algorithm because you know we live in a world that's all about algorithms. But it's really going to help elevate and amplify this podcast so that we can have a further reach for other people to hear and listen and learn more. Yeah. Yeah, we're so new to this. Like I said, we don't really know what we're doing. And so we are very, very interested in your real-time feedback. We want to know what's working. We want to know what kind of segments you want to hear on the show. If there's something thematically or topically that you want us to discuss or talk about, please let us know. We're very open to kind of crafting what that is. Um, We'll be building you know, as we go. And I think it's going to be a really fun, exciting journey. I'm so excited to have my best friend as my co-host on this show. I think um, hopefully people got a little taste of our craziness <laughs> from this episode. <laughs> um, more of that to come, but you know, we'll so be much going more of that. Yeah. And we'll be, we'll be going deep and, you know, talking about the, the hard, challenging, wonderful things as well. So before we wrap up, the other thing I want to mention and acknowledge um, a couple of people. So the first would be our friend Sarah George, who lives up in Canada, and she is one of our writers and contributors. So you may not hear from her, you know, in an audible sense quite as often. You might hear from her from time to time. We'll see how that goes. But she's definitely doing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. She sat through dozens of meetings with us, Mm -hmm. helped us craft our mission statement, our vision statement, all that kind of stuff. And she's just a gem. I adore her. So, um, yeah, we're very grateful for Sarah and all the contributions that she has made and will probably continue to make on this podcast. And also to our friend Sam. Sam Cook Stunts at Homespun Audio. We are actually in his studio right now recording this first 
episode, and um, he's just been incredible. He's also done a lot of sound engineering and co-producing with me on some of my music projects. So if you are a musician in the Seattle area and you're looking for a place to record your music, I cannot recommend him enough. He's just the absolute best to work with. And I just want to let everybody know that he is not paying me to say any of this. I'm just very enthusiastically, genuinely recommending my friend's studio because it is the best place ever. And yeah, thanks for joining us. We're going to wrap it up here, but we've got lots of exciting stuff coming your way soon where we're going to be talking to writers and actors and songwriters and musicians and visual artists and people who run their own businesses, all kinds of different creatives and really diving into what the experience is as women of color who are navigating creative spaces and taking back the system. That's right. We're glad you're here and we'll see you next time. Want to be a creative revolutionary with us? Visit thetakebackpodcast.com to learn more.